It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 560. For the big 560, we've got Max Price. What a lucky, I'm so lucky on the episode 560. <laughs> what an honour. Thanks, guys. It's a good number. It's a good, yeah. What's, the, what's something consistent that you've done for the most amount of time in your life? Jesus, gone in the deep end there. You can't say watch porn. And I've gone through 30 things that I feel I can't say. Um, most consistent. Uh, I can tell, I can do everything I've done at least consistency. Actually, that's what I'm envious about you guys. I was driving in going 560 episodes. Like I've, I've actually started a podcast, did 10 episodes and went, oh, I've got to do another one and just didn't do it. But mm. the thing, but you do heaps of stuff, so there must be something within all of that. That like, what is the what is the thread? If you were to pull, one I've always to... written. I've always mm -hmm. written stuff, comedy mm -hmm. things. I just I love writing. I love having a, my head. I don't like my head scrambled, mm -hmm. and then I write things down and I'm like ah, there we go. Because I think Tommy and I love the idea of writing, but we've never been good at it. Too busy doing this. <laughs> yeah. But how do you how do, how do you actually uh, how do you format your writing? Like, how does it actually look? Um, well, with like comedy and this, I guess sketch comedy is what I've been doing for like almost a decade now. It's all Evernote. Mm -hmm. That app Evernote is just like I'll be having beers with mates, and then something like we'll something we'll land on something. I go, oh, there's something there, mm -hmm. and I used to just go, I'll remember that, and everyone knows you don't remember that. Yeah. Ten minutes later, you're like, oh, fuck, I forgot that thing. <laughs> So then I was just like, so now my mates even know I'll just be, I'll just withdraw myself from the conversation, make a note. And it would just be like a little insight. That's it. And then um, I will go away. Then I'll go to a cafe with a laptop. <laughs> yeah. Some one of those wankers. And then. Do you have uh, final draft? Final draft. Oh, great. But I, I'll, I'll write out a, the sketch spine mm -hmm. in like a, in Evernote just as, you know, just all messy. And then I try and make it all right there. And then I just like, then final draft is just data entry yeah. at the end. Yeah. And then that's, yeah, that's the kind of the process. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I love it. That's probably the only thing I do consistently. Um, I mean, you've been creating though consistently for many years. Like I remember um, Elliot Loney I went to primary school with. Uh, I remember when you shot that video, yeah. Man vs. Metro. That's, that's a long time a ago. A long time yeah, ago. Yeah. But like, You've still been chipping away, and that's when I think you and I probably added you on Facebook as you just add anyone. Yeah. What is it? What are you saying? We've, uh, <laughs> no, add anyone. Like, didn't, yeah, know, didn't know him. Yeah. Sure. Didn't know you. Hadn't, hadn't like, wasn't like and you accepted. Yeah. yeah. So I was silly enough to dirty accept. little. <laughs> but, but I accepted like three Russian girls with three friends <laughs> and then you. And then, and, yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you. I get more <laughs> out of them than you. That's what I was like. But then I've seen you just. Having a crack, you said 10 years of sketch comedy, you've been pushing this out into the world and you found a sweet spot. It, from my perspective, it looks like that, where mm. you've been able to convert creating sketch comedy into something where you're working with brands who are wanting to, wanting that product. Yes. I mean, that's that kind of stems from uh, sports bet. So I took a gap year after school and then – I was going to do film and TV at Swinburne and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I, I got a bit of, just got lucky with a, a job um, as like a marketing assistant at Sportsbet and legit getting coffees and all that stuff. Anyway, um, slowly worked my way up and got, you know, within like six months and I worked my way up just, yeah, not getting coffees anymore. <laughs> and, um, and then I was going to leave and go to film and uni. And then I realized actually I would end up applying for this job after four years. So I was like, I'm not, I'm just going to stay here. So I'm so glad I did that. 
Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then I, I started to see them spend so much money on TV uh, and nothing on social. And then uh, over the course of like six or seven, eight years, I saw it start to swing where they would be withdrawing money from big TV commercials and investing into social media. And they spent so much money flying heads of marketing around the world to see trends and where it was all going. So I was getting like this incredible information about where it's all heading. Um, and I was like, and I'm, I'm kind of writing this all, like I'm writing and directing a lot of it with some really cool people at Sportsbet. Um, and then I realized, okay, yeah, I, I quit there about two or three years ago. And I went, uh, this is going to be tough for a little bit because I'm still convincing marketing managers to um, not not fund the big, you know, half a million dollar productions on 30 second TV ads they've done for 20 years <laughs> and invest in this in social in social content where the first comment can be, this is fucking shit, which makes a lot of people nervous. Um, so anyway, yeah, you're right. I was, I was kind of. I love that they don't like the feedback of something like that, mm. but then they don't get any feedback. Yeah. From no television. feedback, good feedback. No right. feedback, good feedback. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's kind of the thing with some of the old, some of the traditional advertising. You just kind of put it out and go, well, we didn't get many complaints, mm. so I guess that's yeah. that's good. That's a win. Mm. I feel like you're pretty meta when you, I think like 2016, you, you made the big leap and did priceless yeah. productions. How, because you then like having a kid that like yeah. that was timing wise i feel like that was it was uh, it was definitely rough because we we um moved to sydney um and uh, as i was as we were signed a lease in sydney and and we were literally moved into this place fitted sheet on the bed and just like moving <laughs> shit in and my girlfriend goes and vomits in the bathroom. I'm mm -hmm. like, hey, we're just in Sydney. You're already homesick. Don't worry about this. And then you got her again pregnant just by putting again. on the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're quite skilled. <laughs> uh, so, and then, so we were like, uh, we had no, we had no one in Sydney family wise and found out we're pregnant. And then, uh, yeah, it was just like, well, we got to move back to Melbourne because we got su support in Melbourne and nothing in Sydney. And, uh, yeah, so we it was going to be Sydney and then possibly America, and then it just kind of went Sydney. Oh, come back to Melbourne. Let's just uh, let's just reassess here with it with a child, and then um, but but in that time, it was also trying to uh, like work out a business. You know, mm -hmm. you guys are running one, um, and I was always part of a big corporation, so I was just in the marketing team, never having to deal with anything else. And then mm -hmm. yeah, then you got to learn how to you know uh, accounting software and this mm -hmm. and that, and then obviously we. Un under quoted and uh, a job a couple of times where we we were in the red big time and you know you're editing this job you're editing like this funny content knowing that you're losing money but at that so point it's, it's a freebie yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's and that's brutal so uh, yeah in what i mean by that is i made a lot of mistakes from like you know which you're meant to do which is great and he's not talking about the the pregnancy <laughs> yeah <laughs> no that was one too <laughs> But, um, yeah, but great, a great mistake. If you're watching in 20 years, either. yeah. It's, no, it's exactly what happened to me. It was the first year, I think, that I'd started my business got, and Amy yeah, fell pregnant. The fitted, fitted sheet thing. It was the fitted sheet. It was Dale's. To be honest, it was actually the the fire at the end of our bed that made it all happen. What's the fire? Oh, we were in Dalesford. Okay. Uh, is where, uh, went, is where, where, the, where it happened. Mine was, my, mine was at our going away party. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. <laughs> so, but I think yeah. like it's, it's all hard. So you, 
having the kid thing is a forced upon you yeah. environment that is just a lot of stress. That, that like six months of um, first six months, I've been telling everyone mm -hmm. first six months is awful and then it's <laughs> heaps of fun. Yeah. But the first six months is where your life just gets turned upside down and you know, the no sleep, the sleep deprivation and you just, then you got to try and meet people and be normal and like walk out the front door, like nothing, like, you know, I haven't had the shittest night's sleep ever. Yeah. And so when and, you're going to com combine that with work, I left a um, small HD monitor, $1,500 monitor in the park. Oh, and it was, the, and it was, I get it. It was when I had no, it was, I was so tired and I just was like, I'll literally, I'll put this down for one second and I'll pick it up and then just walk off the yeah. other way. I, I don't do that shit. Like that's rare. That's the first time I've ever l lost anything. Yeah. And it was in the midst of just being fucking sleep deprived. What yeah. about the stress of trying to convince your partner that what you're doing is the right thing? Uh, <laughs> oh, I've got a good partner. Like she backs me to the hills mm -hmm. um, that, and, and she's actually helped after like, you know, doing the mothering thing, which she's doing amazing on. Um, she's come on and starting to produce stuff for, the business um but uh no she she was like obviously with the stressful days and all that but she she just backed us in and um and yeah and i think like she's starting to see the um the benefits of it now uh which you know we're still a long way to go of being mm -hmm. like i'd love to scale and get better and bigger and all that but um but yeah it's uh she she backed me so yeah. it wasn't it was did you never feel that though was there ever like because oh, obviously yeah. Shit, yeah. yeah people can be super supportive but the internal Pressure. I, I actually think that if it wasn't because of the pregnancy and the and uh, having a having a daughter, uh, the I'd be working half uh, half the intensity that I was working. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I, I was just like, fuck, this is, has to work. Yeah. I've got a dependent now, and, yeah. and all that. Well, I think it's like this show. The consistency of it, you would think, would take away severely from any other productivity, which it does in terms of <laughs> a bit of time. But I think. Like for us over the last year, mm -hmm. being able to achieve any, you know, make any money, like it, I think if we didn't have the podcast there, something that's forcing us to sort of show up each day, a kid does the same thing. It's a forced pressure. It can't mm -hmm. just go away. Yeah. And so you do find the best version or you try and sort of dig deep to see how much capacity you do have. So you expand, right? Mm -hmm. It's like when you take on a first role with the young marketing assistant, your capacity's here. Because you can't comprehend a whole heap of shit at that point. That you, if you don't know, you don't what you don't know, you don't know. And so it sort of like elevates your ceiling, your brain, and it's like an expansion. Mm. Oh, absolutely. That's a good way of putting it. You you, you know your limitations, and you under, you start you just start breaking them, and you're like, oh, actually, I can do that. And that's and that's like the power of big thinking, I guess. Mm -hmm. which, yeah. I, which I think is just making cash versus doing cre creating sort of fulfilling work. That's how do you? That's big. On, that's. Great question, because I, I I'm I see a lot of people who are um you know the the houses and the cars and and then you have a drink with them and you're like they're like I fucking hate what I do <laughs> and I just go holy shit like that's the opposite of the opposite of what my what I want to do yeah. like I yeah. I um I, I just try and yeah try, I've tried to create my own work over the last two years and continue to still have heaps of fun and make sure it's comedy and. Um, you know, like even some of the acting stuff is not because I want to act. It's because our budgets are small. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and now but, you're on TV. <laughs> yeah. And, but it's, um, but yeah, I, I can safely say at the moment I'm, I'm loving like what I'm doing mm -hmm. and, and hopefully, and like 
financial side will, will I believe will catch up. Was it a, a hard uh, pitch? So I guess 2016, the idea of what you were doing. So mm. I had a production uh, business doing sort of corporate video stuff. There's an extra layer of what you're doing, which is you're providing unique creative. They're almost originals that you're selling in, right? It's like yes, skits yeah. for brands. Did you find that harder at the start or easier in regards to finding clients? Uh, I actually thought it was uh, our point of difference, which therefore meant that it was easier because, you know, I, I, I did think at one point that, you know, what corporate, like the videos and yeah. like, like there's, there's a lot of people that say we do it all and we yeah, can yeah. do that and this. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, why don't we? And it was one of those, um, you know, gay V-esque kind of people that were like, oh, you know, if you just stick to your... You know, if you sell, what is it that there's like, if there's two restaurants on each side of the road, mm-hmm. one has a menu with 150 things on it and the other one just sells ravioli, like you're more likely to go, I reckon they'd do that, that pretty good. Yeah. And that 150 things pretty average. So I was like, that's for me, that was the comedy. I was like, let's do comedy and just that bar everything else, say no to everything else. What about people that don't like ravioli using that analogy? So if you're going <laughs> in, I guess like say there's a bunch of companies that are like, they're just getting into the business of doing video. Yeah. Their marketing manager is like, like how do you sell in the comedy thing or do you need primed people that are ready to invest in that? It's a mixture of two, I reckon. There's there's brands that just have, uh, that fit comedy, um, mm-hmm. hence Sportsbet have like that's their that's their brand position to be like entertaining and funny and whatnot. And the other side for brands that aren't traditionally <laughs> funny is uh, to say that, for social content, you're more likely to have some success with comedy content, um, not, you know, just a, the CEO on a, you know, in the background just saying, this is a good company, you know, like you, no one's going to watch that shit. But <laughs> yeah. if you can somehow, and it's still got to have like some kind of brand awareness, that's what mm. we try and, that's what we write in scripts and trying to make it not too in your face so people actually watch it. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I just think um, some brands – suit it and then some brands you just have to say yeah do, do you want the, your content to be seen organically or is it just going to fall through and um i reckon either it's comedy something incredibly informative your cats obviously cats videos um and uh yeah or something in like epic slow-mo <laughs> in the early days did you ever actually just do a straight corporate video yes yeah, yeah. how did it go uh, i hated it i hated it because <laughs> just because you you're miking up boring. It's funny. You're, you're in a set or you're, you're in a room when no one's having fun. It's like <laughs> the person on camera is just hates it. The cameraman, the sound, and even the client, you all just go, let's get this shit done. <laughs> <laughs> it really did, it did. It felt like that. So I was like, okay, let's, let's, let's bar this stuff. Yeah. Was it a bit of a pivotal moment? Like, or was it, did it feel that clear? Uh, I actually don't, I don't think it was uh, that clear until, um, yeah, no, I, don't, I actually don't think it was. I just think it pro- progressed into, mm. we, we started to get approached um, saying, yeah, it, it, it turned into, hey, these guys do comedy. So we attracted people that wanted comedy quite <laughs> quickly. Um, so, yeah, I, I wasn't able to like weigh up the boring videos and the fun stuff um, as much as I um thankfully didn't need to yeah it's like it's such a i love the time because it's if you were doing something like this 20 years ago 30 years ago it becomes a comedy company or uh serving the networks where 
that's the only real avenue for the content. But nowadays yeah. it's like brands, you know, this glass company could be willing to drop 10 grand on some kind of Absolutely. piece of content that sure. now can cater. So it's like it's forever opening up these new doors. Like this probably wasn't accessible 15, 10 years ago even. Uh, no, no, even like it's still becoming accessible. Like, you know, that's that's the half, half the battle for me is like I never wanted to be a salesman. Um, but it is a lot of that when you walk in, you walk into a marketing meeting with a new client who's, um, you know, a bit older and done, done traditional media forever. And then they're, they're skeptical. They're just skeptical. And then you've got to try and sell the Daewoo car. I mean, it's not a Daewoo car. It's kind of, it's a great car, the social world, yeah. but it's also, you know, selling it to someone who, who uh, has never seen one before. Mm. Um, so yeah, so that's been, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm never going to be a fan of doing that, but uh, but it's necessary because then it gets yeah. to work. If we were hired by you, uh, Priceless Productions, and you you were creating a sales team, Tommy and I had to go out and sell what you offer. What would you be saying to us to empower us to, you know, connect with clients? Oh, that's good. Um, maybe you know. Pose the question to everyone in the room, how many TVs are plugged into the wall with the antenna? Because mm -hmm. a lot of them aren't anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's a lot of people that just... True. Mine isn't. Yeah. So, the, so the problem there, so are you identifying that the first, the biggest barrier is selling in even the distribution? Exactly. So I, when, when I reckon a lot of brands get their... Um, their budgets for the year, their marketing budget, they'll, they'll have... Um, people knocking on the door who have knocked on the, that door every year for for whenever they started it. Oh, they just walk in now. <laughs> yeah. They don't even knock, just, hey, Jeff, I'm here. Yeah, Jeff, we're doing that same thing again. And, and I'm just trying to break the break that barrier a bit and going like, hey, why don't we um, take some of that? You know, you can still do advertise on this and, and, and you know, still put a bit of, put an ad in a newspaper or whatever. But um, why don't you actually play with in this space now because – I know you're getting told you have to, and you should, yeah. and I know it's a nervous time for, for you know, for, to, to make a bit of a switch. And, um, and yeah, so th that's, you know, that's the convincing, uh, that's all it is. Mm -hmm. It's just trying to convince them of that. And so if it's, they've got like a $2 million budget from a marketing spend perspective, yeah. how do you communicate what they should be spending from a content? Because obviously there's also the nuance of like, uh, okay, we want to do some paid stuff around this. So yep. there's going to be cash that they spend on it that isn't even going to see you. It's going to go straight to Facebook. Zuckerberg, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, well, it's it's uh, it, it depends on it depends on each and every one mm -hmm. of them whether or not they they want to match the budget with the spend behind it, match the production budget with the spend behind mm -hmm. it, or um, go smaller, or at least at least with Facebook. Um, you can tar you like the the incredible ability of targeting the the person you want mm. um, as opposed to just like you know um, radio where it's just you know throwing in the you know like you just put it out and hope the person who the demographic that you're selling that product to is listening at the right time. Mm. Whereas Facebook, you can put some money behind it and find out like hey, like drinking out of short water glasses mm -hmm. and on yeah, tables. Could whoa hey this <laughs> turns up in your feed <laughs> so there's it's a it's 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 a power like i'm i'm quite behind it and i i very much believe in it so that helps mm -hmm. um 
And uh, yeah, so I just I just think that if you were ever um, selling a, a product and oh, sorry, I digress for a second. The other thing would be when you do your big TV campaigns, mm-hmm. I actually do think there's a, you know, it legitimizes brands when you're seen on TV, you go, ah, oh, they're a real thing. Um, and what they sometimes do is they get that big, th- that 30 second hero piece and then they just put it online and they wonder why it sucks. Yeah. And all I'm trying to say is, well, you know, give them a little bit less, give us a bit. And that same um, brief that you're giving them to do the 30 second creative, give us a minute and a half to do something that will work more on social because it's designed for social. Mm. And that's um, and that's starting to be received a bit more, but yeah, it's still still battle daily. With Sportsbet, you're obviously working internal. It seems like uh, you do a good job of direct to client sort of stuff. Mm. How does agencies and middlemen f- fit into what you do? Hasn't. It hasn't. Um, not, not for any other reason than um, I just, yeah, we've just been going because I know, I know they'll just take a chunk. Yeah. That's it. I know they'll, I know they'll, oh, we've done one thing before and it didn't work and we bypassed them and went straight to a client and they loved it Mm. and it was the same pitch. Yeah. So what they did is they said, Hey, can you send us some ideas for, for these guys? And we sent it to the agency and they said, "Mm, don't think they'll like them. And we're like, (laughs) and then it all fell through six months later. I hit up the guy who owns the business and I, uh, I was, you know, went and pitched the same ideas and he loved every one of them. We've made two and we're going to make the third. So it was like, so what's the learning there? Yeah. Agencies are getting in the way. Well, what are the, what are the, what's their roles? Why do you think it's not succeeding? Well, the, their agencies, well, we're an agency really. Mm. Like if you break it down where we are an agency just designed for social at the moment. Mm. But what's the difference? Cause there feels like there is a difference Potentially. So you've got production companies. Yeah. And then you've got agencies. Was it a specific, have you made a specific choice of we're going after, we want to be the agency? I ha- the, yeah, I don't know why. I, I, I guess we're not, we're at Sportsbet. We worked with a very big agency and I really just didn't, I didn't like it. And I didn't like the, the people in there. I didn't like the culture, the mm-hmm. vibe. It felt very wanky. Um, so I was always been like very anti-agency. Yeah. But um, there's definitely, you're not, I think you're hit the nail on the head. There is a vibe to agency, big agency models. Feels a bit disconnected yeah. potentially, especially on the end of being a creator. You can see how little they're actually putting into creative or thinking, yeah, getting shit across the line. And then how much of the shit is based on, our ability to execute, but you think about how many things that they don't actually know that you're processing. That's very true. And I also think the creative is damaged because of the ha- the amount of hands it goes through mm. and, it, you know, a good idea just gets diluted down to no one now likes it because everyone's put their fingers on it and m- like muddled it and the, the, the whole creatives have become blurred and shit and mm. and then the fi- no one likes the final product and so I, I guess that's just the benefit of being small um but you know is that going to be damaged if we go big I, I i don't know i just haven't haven't given that too much thought just yet well think about gary vaynerchuk his agency a sh- huge vayner mm-hmm. media mm-hmm. i don't know any content that that's done like you think I only know his content his stuff I've, yeah i've seen a super bowl thing that i was like i just watched and i was like that's just made by a production company that looks kind of cool. They're different business models, aren't they? Like definitely. Where does where do you see what you're doing? Like if you look at say traditional older businesses, 
So like you see Radio Karate, what Hamish and Andy, you know, have have done. Then you've got the corporate style production, which is sort of your visual domains of the world that have 50 employees and pumping out heaps of content. Then where do you fit in the original versus the corporate? It's a it's a it's a great question because the other thing is I you know we we are doing we are I'm co-writing with Troy Kinney and co-directing with him a um a sketch show on Channel Ten which is traditional media and um they've been great I really really enjoy that doing everything with that network and the production company we're working with and um, yet I'm kind of like being a hypocrite on both sides, but I just, I would love to grow um, to do bigger and bigger and better things. I just know those budgets are going to swing more, Mm -hmm. but I think that the ability to um, to do some, uh, do some original content for streaming platforms is just going to be ever growing as well. And uh, you know, the great thing with these little sketches and that smaller content is it's really good testing ground for, for, for the bigger idea, and like you can kind of go, oh, that was that worked, and that was cool, and people, it was really well received. You get like to test content on audiences, mm-hmm. which are Facebook, and if it goes quite, you know, viral or you know, there's a lot of engagement, you go, well, we should maybe build on that, and then you know, so I'd like to do the second season of uh, Kinney, and then I don't know, maybe work on just something longer form, or um, yeah, I'd love to be able to do a large project and then like fill it with these kind of sm- the smaller stuff that I've been doing. But um, at the moment it's just working my ass off and seeing what happens and making sure it just remains fun, which it is at the moment. When, uh, you're, when you're writing a sketch, how, like when do you know that you've landed on an idea that's funny or that uh, will work? I think, uh, well, we, uh, it's, there's nothing worse than having a, Yeah. Like a client that just goes just, just go for it, right? Um, you know, because it just we we have no boundaries at all. It just it, when it becomes too open, what happens in those moments um, when you go well, open? What do you do? We actually go. Do you have any? Um, do you have any decks or PDF or, mm-hmm. or PDFs or stuff with just like you know customer just stats? Yeah. Just give us something. Give us demographic. Give us age groups. Uh, give us all that. Then we can start piecing together what what will be the content that will resonate with that person. Um, and then we can now, t- now, now we can play in a, play in a space. Um, and then, yeah, whether or not they're creative sessions with, uh, like at the moment, me and Luke Goodall, I don't know if you know him from Goodall and Gallagher. Uh, he just has a little separate comedy group, but me and him are, uh, both creatives on Priceless. Um, and then with Kinney, it's yeah, Kinney and myself. Um, but yeah, it's for, with, with Kinney, the Kinney show, we're all about, being relatable and, and playing in that relatable space. And um, we've seen other sketch shows do a pilots or a, a season and um, they don't really have, they don't really have the thing that they want to convey to people or a perspective or point of view. Whereas we're very clear with Kinney that it's like, you know, we want to be just so really, really relatable and, and resonate in relationships and mates and at home and at work. And uh, once we, once we put that in concrete, um, ideas are kind of easy mm. uh, because, yeah, you can only shoot so far and you will get something. Mm. Do you find that brands are okay with being self-deprecating? Uh, I think they're getting better and better. Um, yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people because uh, I think I think it actually went way the other way mm-hmm. a, few, a few years ago that they've they've come back. Like everyone got really soft and went, oh, no, you know, and everyone – 
straight bat everything yeah. for like three or four years. And then I've seen, we're getting people going, you know, we want to have some fun with it. And mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's coming back, which is, which is great. How much are you thinking about like uh, key messages? So like say you did the, uh, the KO content yep. where it's like the, the joke is you're asking about numbers or whatever and people are saying six and four and doing all yep. that sort of thing. What's the, um, the first thought on a joke like that? Is it we want people to be watching this everywhere, including at work? Um, I uh, <laughs> wish I thought about it as much. <laughs> no, I... Um, but for something like something like that, you know, we, there, there was a few things they wanted. They wanted to convey that you can watch it on multiple devices, um, and then you can you can just scroll back and you can, um, yeah, you can watch it anywhere and make sure. And so, so straight away we're like, okay, cool. How can we how can we show multiple devices uh, with a few people? Uh, you know, we can watch it any, anywhere, work, meeting, and then the comedy bit of the the boss not understanding that. He's not a part of the conversation. They're a part of. And this school kind of like, yeah, it's hard to really like go step by step mm -hmm. on how that all, how that how our brains thought of all that. But it it just kind of, yeah, that's why a, a good brief helps helps a lot because we can, um, yeah, we can really break it down. And then by the end, it's actually just more like a jigsaw puzzle than being really mm. creative. Well, yeah, having constraints and understanding where you can push it to. Yeah. Or then being creative with the constraints. For sure, for sure. What about our clients being on <laughs> set with this type of thing? Don't mind it. Don't mind it at all. They, the good. I guess the the good thing at the moment, which is not uh, like as in the budgets are quite small, so mm. um, so they haven't got their you know vil video village where they sit under a tent and get fed berries all day, <laughs> um, and then watch a monitor and go, you know, oh, do that again, and their shirt is a bit crinkled, get the crease out. It's like. They have to stand over our shoulders and look yeah. at the monitors we're looking at, and um, they don't get seats and stuff. <laughs> so, so, so you know, we obviously we we look after them. We'll take their direction. We'll take their notes. We'll um, we'll do what we can. But but because their budgets are quite small, and you know, usually we can only do a, a day shoot. Mm. Uh, that's you know only eight or ten hours, and uh, we got to get it done. So uh, we have we kind of make sure that the scripts are quite in their spot before we get on set because um, they can't, they kind of have to be, we can't really sit there and ad lib for two hours and yeah. Yeah. What's a, what's a brand that you think is, uh, as, what, what brand do you think it's more, so you go, you, the obvious brands that are spending money on this kind of stuff versus the, the out of left field brands. Is there any that you're speaking with that are like, it's, it's an odd, it's an odd coupling, but mm. it, probably will work for them to um, sketch comedy or oh, um there was we did have a client who was um who was who did money uh they did small business loans um and uh and that like when we first saw everything we were like oh this is everything is so straight and um and yeah it was it was more just like and it's a global company as well so they were they were um everything had to go through this New York office and make sure it was all. So I was, I was really confused by why we were approached and I'm still confused whether or not we were just right place, right time. Um, or, or they actually wanted to do comedy stuff, but it's <laughs> for, for what I realized is the, the, the marketing manager, I think was just looking for a, an outlet. Cause I think everything that, everything that they'd done had been so like, you know, I could just imagine a marketing manager for a, straight down the line brand would just see like 
approved just boring thing after boring thing mm. and just almost it was like just let's do something fun for a little you know even if it's a small part of our strategy um so that that's that's kind of been cool yeah but um but usually when we've gone to approach brands it's it's uh we've seen something before or we've we've got a feel that they they would be inclined to um be receptive to humor uh so we've so we've targeted them so, which is yeah, also yeah. which is also great because it doesn't mean we're targeting everyone. We're targeting specific, specific. brands. Yeah, the, I mean, a lot of people start out doing sketches or copying sketches. You did, uh, yeah, Russell, you Russell in, yeah, all Aussie Adventures. I would always do parodies of that or the panel. Amazing, that was my first one. That's I think great. with cameras so accessible now, there's probably more younger kids mm. doing sketches. We're doing TikToks now, aren't they? I guess it's TikTok. TikToks, yeah. You like TikTok? Uh, No, I'm that's on LinkedIn and TikTok. I now now understand I'm old now. (laughs) I saw the TikTok thing come along and I and I just went, I don't feel like learning that one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure I'll get around it at some point. I'll have to. But uh, well, Gary V, because I feel like sometimes we create these connections around like ah. Instagram's big and there was a bunch of people that said that Instagram wasn't big. I feel like that's the reason everyone's going on TikTok. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same fucking thing, right? It's almost like, ah, oh, the you know, this meal that turned out to be a good one, so do you want to eat this bag of shit? Could be good. Like Because <laughs> like you can literally say uh, TikTok's going to be the biggest thing ever and then a second later go TikTok's going to be shit and no one's going to use it. Yeah. And then 10 years... Just gra- I'll just grab one of those clippings. Yeah, exactly. From this video and just be like, I told you. But I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, yeah, Gary loves getting in, into that. But no, I think the TikTok one's interesting because I never think, if you look at the core of what the product was, Instagram was never about like dumb shit, like doing dumb videos mm. and all that sort of thing. Like, yeah. what would what would the adult if they if they say that TikTok is going to um, age up? You know, they say like, oh, it's going to get. They like, want it to age up. If it ages up, it'll it'll spread like Instagram. Is yeah. it like Fleetwood Mac like songs instead? Like, what, the fu- what does that oh, look? Yeah. What does it actually look like? I, How would you age up TikTok? I, I, just, I don't think I. What's just, that? Just rants. Yeah, like it would you be do like, angry people yeah. maybe. I mean, there's um, some random shit like something I've become. Uh, yeah, I spend a lot of time uh, on TikTok. Out, Thirty minutes. No, watching um, tattoo removal laser videos. Do you? Oh, dude, is it good? Is it's it- so satisfying because yeah. I saw one guy with like he put like a um, uh, what do you call it like a, a Cont- eye lens like a or a contact lens, yeah. but it's like a it's solid, so it like shields it. And then he puts goggles on, and then he was doing like a right near the eye line oh. tattoo removal on the lip. But it was like, this is the That's shit. Fascinating. So businesses like that mm. f- who can tap into something where. Uh, there's, you know, you're watching something happen, a process or a pool being filled. It's like a pool changing colour. I've watched that shit. No, it's the kind of shit I'm just watching, I think. Just to just go down a, a conversation wormhole, like, yeah. a, like a rabbit hole on yeah. YouTube. I love watching um, <laughs> uh, people that are colourblind putting colourblind glasses oh, on yeah. for the first time. <laughs> yeah. I fucking cry. <laughs> Hardcore. Shit, we it's can make best. one of those. Mr. 97's <laughs> colourblind. Are well, you really? But not enough, I think. Enough. Yeah, I don't know if it'd make a difference. Yeah. Get the glasses. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> do, that, do it on camera. Content. Yeah. 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 Get I'll, cry. I'll, I'll come in and cry. What about baby, brands? Baby hearing for first time. That's oh, always I love that sweet. Shit. <laughs> love that shit. What about brands that come to you and say, hey, Max, we want to, uh, we love everything that you do. Want to do that. Uh, the colorblind. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> but we want it to be on TikTok. So uh, how, how much are you, uh, do you need to use your own filters? 
versus being like, fuck it, they're paying, let's just go with it? Um, well, I, I have already understood the, the vol- like, because I do look at stats and mm-hmm. of the, of like the growth of that, um, of that platform. And it's, it is kind of scary how quick it's growing. I, I did go on a family, uh, family holiday with a couple other families and one of the, um, uh, good family friends has a 11 year old girl and uh, with an iPad and it was just the whole time I was like filming TikToks for her. She's like, <laughs> she'd just throw me the iPad and I go, okay, I'm going to come around the corner and do this. And then, so I just had to, so, and I just know that that's, that's one 11 year old girl and mm-hmm. there would be like just hundreds and hundreds of millions of the same kind of girl mm-hmm. and guy and boy just making all, making all these TikToks. So it's, it, you know, I, I, and she loved it. She was like so, so passionate about it. And um, I was like, oh, okay, okay, this is the thing. This isn't, yeah, yeah, this. So I, I, I know I need to keep up up to speed with all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I have got it on my phone and I've left the notifications on and they send you one every it's day. So oh my God. Because they actually, <laughs> on the Apple Watch, they actually show you like a thumbnail. Oh. And they're always fucking weird TikToks. So you end up just with sort of yeah. pre-teens or whatever. Your, like girl, your girlfriend, who's that? Yeah, it's no, just it is like, a bit weird. It's, how many know, people are like, on TikTok? Sorry. Even things seem like, I don't know if I have one now, but it's, you know, my my boyfriend told me something This and it's just like, it looks, it looks, just dodgy from, you know, <laughs> Mrs. looking over the corner. So it's just TikTok, babe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, what a weird time. Mr. 97, how many people are on? 500 million monthly active users. That Seems like a lot of people. That's a lot. Oh, wow. Mm. And what's, um, what's like Instagram? Monthly user. So 500 million. Well, I, I think they're probably you know, at a billion. Yeah, a billion monthly active users. Yeah, so, so they're half, halfway. Halfway mm. there. And they're much newer. And they're Business. on the rise, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I can like this will almost sound controversial, but if I if I wasn't in this game, um, I, I'd probably deactivate all my accounts. Sure, really? I think I'd do the same too. Yeah. Have you got social media? Have you got off before? Uh, I've deactivated a few times. You know, just like six months stints, and just um, what were you doing in the six months? <laughs> Where were you? Just, no one knows. Yeah, <laughs> I was in hiding yeah. <laughs> for reasons I can't disclose. No, I um, I just. You know, like I, I like to be on the creative side, not the, the consuming side. Mm. So I um, sometimes I just, I'll just have like a bit of a brain snap where I'm just like, what am I fucking doing? Get, and, I just, and I just like close everything down and get back into like, yeah, what I want to do rather than just sitting there, you know, scrolling for the 800th time. Yeah, I mean, so, I yeah. struggle with it. I've retired from social media. Oh, you, that was a good stint. Yeah, that six was months. over six months. Yeah, yeah. great. But, and it was, the plan was forever. Yeah. But then so, it, so was my first time. <laughs> <laughs> right, this but, is a recovery yeah, meeting. Yeah, um, it's a recovery. But no, it's, it's hard, isn't it? I go yeah. the other way though. Like now, my thing at the moment is I'm like, when I came back on, I'm like, I'm not really posting anything. I need to post yeah. some more stuff. But then I feel like I'm just entering into the same cycle. For sure, for sure. Yeah, it's it's that's like I'd almost love um, just someone, like if I could do a, you want a two virtual weeks. Assistant? Yeah, to, I heard about you. I've listened to your virtual assistant stuff. <laughs> yeah, we need one. I, li- I did like that. I, I, I agreed with you where you hear people go on about it and then um, and then they, you know, when you get, get communication from them, you're like, that's not you. It's a myth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is someone from Philippines. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know anyone. Ghosts. Who do you know personally who's seen one? It's always friend of a ghost. friend. A ghost. Oh, yeah, sure. I like remember that Chadston thing last year where there was that fake <laughs> thing about... 
a terrorist, Chaz, a terrorist attack in Chadston, and when and someone had told me, I was like, oh yeah, a friend was picking up a wallet and said, don't go to Chadston uh, oh. this time, and then someone else said the exact same thing, and then so it turns out that this fucking rumor had just started in like a massive way. You're kidding. You so be, no one knew the person. The yeah. person never existed. It was fake. And so ah. it all spread. And so, but then you have to speak to the person who, like, because there, there's always the person who, it's their friend. So it's True. like, who the fuck is like? What? And it always turns out it's like, oh no, I was just like, like they just you just exaggerate a tiny bit, and it gives you mm. enough confidence. So I was texting people, going, "Don't go to Chadston." Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, anyway, you did. You fucking. Yeah, I said I am part of the problem. <laughs> you and I was like you a friend me. of mine. <laughs> <laughs> So you can't get in on it. So yeah, the virtual assistant thing. So, but do you virtual think assistant. having we got the terrorism from a virtual assistant? Yeah, that was quick it was, too. It was yeah, quick. Yeah. Um, to th- so you you have to think that it, there's a strong enough case against uh, around staying on social media yeah, versus you, getting off it. Yeah, I just think that um, you know just because a lot of the social contents, pop culture, and things that are happening, you know, like you. If you if you can create really good content that's really reactive and relevant to trends, um, that can be powerful for brands. Mm. Uh, and so so yeah, so I kind of you are in. I reluctantly <laughs> just yeah yeah yep cool that's a thing now and then we and then we build off that and try and turn it into something good. But at the same time, I uh, I just think I could you know everyone would get a lot more done. Mm. <laughs> but I, I'm always surprised that like I think about like I knew about all of like your transition into, you know, doing priceless full time. And that never would have happened if social media wasn't around. Even like um, you just, you mentioned your mate, the Galligan. I feel like the the podcast, like the orange logo. I remember I listened to all of those. I remember what was your get, get shit done or something. And so I listened to all, (laughs) like, it's funny how people are like consuming content from, the outside and you never hear from them for sure. but it's still it's having- headlines it's headline media so you know what's if you just sort of but not even headlines if you're doing a fucking podcast if someone's listening for 40 like i reckon there's probably a bunch of shit that i heard then which has sort of then educated me about the questions around like sure. the transition and how hard it was and all that sort of thing i don't know how the fuck i know that i, I do <laughs> like I, I think um i'd love to if you could like have a setting on facebook where mm-hmm. you could just be the creator and then not and not consume anything mm. uh, then i would just totally just press the button and upload things and yeah. put things out there i just um i just don't i just don't like consuming a lot mm-hmm. which yeah which means i'm probably just going to get real grumpy and right wing when i'm like 80 <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. just be what, full of conspiracy what do you theories. enjoy what do you enjoy consuming um and what platform where where is it on i i love um yeah, I just love Netflix. I love Netflix. I think the stuff that they're putting out is um is is really great. They they understand what what um what gets people, and they've you know they've they they would do a lot of uh, analytics on on like you know crime and mm-hmm. like making a murderer, and then you know six months later, like four of them come out, and you know mm-hmm. so. I, I so I could I love I love watching that stuff. Um, They're doing stuff on YouTube now too. Is Netflix? Like Netflix is not a joke or whatever. Oh yeah, Netflix, yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever that that yeah. is. Instagram. Like, there's an Instagram account too. Yeah, but the the YouTube stuff's really interesting because they've got um, Tom Papper and Fortune or whatever. Like they've. Oh right. They're yeah. making originals on that. Yeah, yeah on cool. YouTube, which is really cool. That's cool. Yeah. Ah, oh, 
I don't, um, yeah, I, I, I'll just Spotify, listen to a lot of music. Mm-hmm. Um, I love listening to sleep playlists. I sleep with oh, that yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah, great. Sleep, what is it, just music while just you sleep? Like, there's a whole category of just sleep music. Like thunderstorms? You listen thunderstorms, to thunderstorms and then there's like peaceful piano and stuff. Fuck, what piano? I fuck on that shit. Peaceful piano. Yeah, peaceful piano. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Peace, <laughs> peace shit piano. I just <laughs> got shit piano. Just like out of tune. I just love it. <laughs> I just got sent my um, like wrap up for 2019, your top songs. The first oh, yeah. one is I Like to Move It, Move It, the Madagascar Escape to Africa uh, soundtrack. The kids are onto it. Me. The second song, Hans Zimmer. Oh, Hans Don't Zimmer. think it's for me. It's from the Madagascar soundtrack. Oh, really? That's great. Uh, the third song is Post Malone. Good. Are you about you made number three. Yeah, yeah, I made number three. Because uh, my son first to watch was in me. I mind like my, if I go whatever you know I've been listening to recently. If I put on shuffle, it would be like Black Keys into this like really slow thing on like a on a violin. And I was just like, this algorithm is fucked on my Spotify. I need to reset. Um, but yeah, and I read I read books. I like I like to. I never used to read. I used to hate it. Um, and then I and now I love it. How did you fall in love with reading? Um, just listening to people that I like and respect saying it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's then, so true. And then, uh, and then I was like, okay, I might give this a go. And then I, do your eyes get tired? Yeah. So I, so I reckon it's perfect before bed. So I read for like half an hour and then I, then I'll just, yeah, it's like, and then you listen to sleep. The then, sleep then music. I'll have my sleep music started already. Really? I get half an hour of that in that. And then I'm, I'm how out. bright is it? In your, are you reading in your bedroom? Uh, well, this is getting quite personal. <laughs> it's a nice little little cheeky lamp next to my bed. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mrs. hates it. <laughs> what about the music? What does she think? Oh no, she gets around that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We did is it because you read out loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just give director's commentary on on as I as I read. What are you reading at the moment? Uh, actually, so I've got uh, there's the I'm reading the Mike Tyson biography autobiography. Oh, yeah. It is epic. I I actually didn't think I'd like it at all, and um, I I cannot stop reading it. He he lived the craziest, mm. or he's living the craziest life, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, he's a he's a he's a beast of a man. So I don't know because that, that sometimes I read like uh, comedy, you know, books on be, becoming better at writing and business books and all that kind of stuff, and then sometimes you're like. Shit, I just need to escape yeah. into something else. And then this is great to read because he's he's fucked up a lot. Really? So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so I feel better. Do you ever use him as an excuse? Like if something happens, you could say at least. At least. I'm not. Hard to relate. Hard yeah. to relate when you have a tiger or when you leave tiger. a nightclub with a few girls and go buy him a few cars. Yeah. And then. He's describing Mr. 97's <laughs> Los Angeles <laughs> habits. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, that's. And that's all I really. Think I consume and the wiggles. Oh yeah, fucking shitloads of wiggles now with a one and a half year old. It's amazing how and, much uh, they've yeah, sort of. It's actually it's it's uh, a lot a lot less than I used to watch before a child. <laughs> <laughs> it's full on how kids are just so obsessed with screens. Yeah, it's crazy, but it's um it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to fight it unless you have like oh, I don't know you you have like a, a magic like a ranch with just like 
things for them to do. Exactly. Because if you live in the modern day of like a house or an apartment, you're like... And a ranch. Like what's... <laughs> described a ranch. What do you want? I was like gonna, horses I was going to say or? Neverland Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> but without the, without the pedo element. <laughs> I did see no, you're right. So off. it's like you... It's With, as in like lots of right... You know, things yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Lots yeah. of like yeah. a, run around and get... Like, yeah, keep busy. like if they lived, like, Exactly. Yeah. If you had something big where you, they, they could just go off and... And, and entertain themselves, but when you when you're living in yeah the, this day and age, it's it's kind of this, oh, there's so much you can do before it's like okay, Wiggles and Netflix. And Are you then, in a house or an apartment? Or? I'm a house in Camberwell uh -huh. at the moment. I um, mean, more space for oh, a child. They love it. They Camberwell. Get around. That's where my favorite cafe is, <clears throat> isn't it? Um, Heritage Wall. Oh, I don't know it. Really, I, I go there every Sunday. Yeah, yeah. It's just his favorite. Doesn't mean it's the best. No, it's really they do like um, smoked eggplant. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, I have seen a photo of it. Look good. Yeah. Look and they're, they're really good smashed avo as well with some yeah. pomegranates and that, right. that sort of thing. Might get around it. Uh, yeah. 2020, what are you sort of looking forward to? Uh, I, I love I love the skinny show. I love um, working with Troy and the and the, and the, the little family we've kind of put together of um, talented humans and for, uh, I think we're doing – I mean, you were talking about your actual family then, the way you just no, got, yeah, just put it together. Yeah, you're not in the, <laughs> the little collab. Uh, no, the uh, the, the yeah. acting, the acting yeah. and the crew and all that. That's mm -hmm. it's um, you know, I think we're doing uh, 15 days shooting or something like that, and that's all. We end up we always end up around like St Kilda, and I um, saw you shooting last season in St Kilda. I was just mm -hmm. walking past. And you like, were all across the road, like yeah, just yeah. Ackland Street, Barclay Street. A lot of Port Melbourne. I feel like I've always seen like when Kinney does use sort of like point, like look over there we're, or whatever. It's near the sort of spirit of Tassie maybe. Yeah, we're, we're down that way. Our production offices are in Port Melbourne. Mm -hmm. um, so that's so much fun. And it just feels like, you know, you get thrown in together for 15 days and it's 6 a.m. till, you know, 6 at night and you're shoulder to shoulder. And then, it, you know, it just feels so good when you've mm. – when you've rap shooting. Um, so I'm looking forward to that, which is, is kind of has, I have to like pause on the price of stuff for two months, which is a little bit um, painful. And it's, I'm trying to work out how to make sure that still runs smoothly while I'm away. And then, um, and then, yeah, I would love to just do uh, more longer form stuff. So longer form TV. Um, and then, yeah, it's, I, I do enjoy <coughs> cracking briefs for brands and if we can move into bigger space, um, as well, I, I do think, yeah, we're, we're, we're in the right direction and, um, just make sure we're still having a, a lot of fun. What about you guys? What's 2020? What are we doing? Oh, are we mate, we're closing bigger up. Bigger table? We're done. Yeah. No, 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 Liquidation. We're, we're ending on 560. <laughs> this priceless one to buy us. <laughs> <laughs> this is absolutely not. No, 2020, yeah. We're, I think it's, um, I haven't even stopped to think about this year, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I think we're just getting through the year. Yeah. Taking a little bit of time that. off while the show goes out pre-recording in so a week. But yeah, I haven't I mean, it's just we've hit some milestones, mm -hmm. but it's hard when you're sort of flying to really Cause this be space, grateful for it. This space is amazing and yeah, first it feels like you could you could get a, you can do a lot of stuff here, mm -hmm. which would be awesome. Yeah, I think we're trying to um like we're working on over the break I'm working on the website and trying to work out because our big media company website does a horrendous job. It was literally, we, uh, Tommy and I did it uh, a year ago when we were in Los Angeles at a Starbucks, just pumping out just whatever we could, just so it looked mm. like we had a business. Oh, amazing! And that's great. So, but we did that. But then it hasn't actually like it's one of those things where it's like now this shit's not going to last. We'll get back to it, and then you forget. Yeah, oh, and then the, so that but just the hard thing the is that you can make yeah. quite a bit of money not having that dialed mm -hmm. in, and so. 
that's where it does lose the attention based on it, like not mm-hmm. being the the make or break. That's a uh, well. This this is an interesting question. Like, do you reckon <clears throat> you businesses need websites now to to get new business? Um, if, so no, excluding you, excluding yeah. like e-commerce stuff. Well, I think that you need to be you need to be good at externalizing what you do, and so. Uh, where we have struggled this year, especially the second half of the year, is the daily talk show has done so well in regards to taking over our brand and what we're about mm. that the companies that would normally come to us for more of that sort of traditional online, like our bread and butter has been the short form docos for brands. So it's like, oh, we want to do a, a hero video explaining our origin story or who we yeah. are. That's yeah, sort of yeah. the stuff that we do. A, li- a slight misalignment at the moment with the daily talk show and that. And so I think that it is definitely important to make it very clear and obvious as to what it is that you can help people with. I think that what makes what you do so great is like what works so well is that your original content is an extension of the client stuff. So, or the client stuff is the extension of the original stuff. So the, if I watch a KO uh, integrated piece that you make um, or you know, an original piece for them, it's not too dissimilar to something that you'd see on Kinney or anything else that you've done. Yes. And yeah. so you're able to, um, and a lot of video professionals can use the product that they have as the communicator. Yeah. And that negates the need for a... Um, a website. Mm. But I think we always, like, so we always look to the niche or someone who, you know, so the advice is get into business or get create, wanting to create an audience, find the thing that everybody else wants, fishing, talk about fishing. There's already a bunch of people who like fishing. But so you could, I could look over to there from here or even our style of business looking mm-hmm. to yours and thinking, uh, it would be much easier if I just had the ravioli, if we're taking mm-hmm. it back to the original metaphor. Yeah, yeah. Good call if we ha- If we only could sell ravioli, it would be so much simpler. Is it as We'd simple? have to get comfortable with saying the word. I know. <laughs> it's, it's clearly not there. Are you okay selling ravioli? <laughs> but like, is it easier? Do you, know, Do you understand you what I'm saying? over it? <laughs> So if we've had a struggle communicating what we do because we've got a few things happening, we're trying to find our footing, we think maybe it would be easier if you just had one thing to mm-hmm. offer as the exclusive thing, you do ravioli well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you do it well, you yeah. do what you do. But, but you do KO but brand. Behind the door, well. behind yeah. the door. Oh, yeah, is it? Do you, do you have yeah, colours? <laughs> <laughs> white label, white, white label ravioli. That's his business. White label ravioli. Selling only ravioli. Is it all it's cracked up to be? Like, do you still uh, have yeah, the no, struggles of going like, oh, but those people over there are, you know, selling a few Spaghetti. things, so maybe we could do that. Um, <laughs> I, it's it's kind of we got there. <laughs> it's uh, it, uh, trust me, like most, like especially when. We've, first started it would be so much easier to do like i could own two houses if i did a wedding video as well mm-hmm. but fuck that <laughs> yeah. from ravioli from something i could just yeah i could i could do um no so I, isn't that i feel like that's a very common i feel like that's a, a slight cliche that we all use which is like man if i was happy doing 
work that I fucking hate. <laughs> yeah. I'd be so rich. It's so true. Uh, um, I know, I'm sure Troy's would be fine with me saying this. His brother's an accountant. He's got a great um, little family. They're, they're great humans. And he's, he's loves, he happy. He's in a happy accountant with a happy family mm-hmm. and everything's good. And Troy and myself are like, fucking asshole. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. It was just if that was it, you know, yeah. accountant job, got my family, got the house. That's it. But we just, it's, we're built to want like, you know, there's individuals that are built that need more. That but if you have. look at like, I mean, we're just looking from the external. Right? That's exactly and, but right. From yeah. the external, from what they we say. hate each other. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm no. sure shit He's been is. cooking the books. He's about to go to jail for many yeah, years. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, the. Uh, if you're watching, shout <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. Sorry um, if this caused anything. <laughs> <laughs> I need my tax return. Yeah. <laughs> from, yeah, I guess that external. So from like uh, my perspective anyway, it's like uh, 2016, very hard year for you. You have the, this is a completely external mm. uh, viewpoint. The Channel 10 thing, really good uh, win, gives you a bit of financial stability, an injection of cash every year or however long it's happening. Yeah. Then you can... G- frees up a little bit of time that you can then reprioritize the types of priceless productions you're taking on. Correct. So you can go to those types of things. Yep. I mean, the, uh, yeah, I guess it's just interesting, the external perspective for, for of sure. things. That, um, you know, the uh, the Kinney stuff was has been just incredible. Yeah, from like a, the uh, just to uh, financially keep myself able to not ha- uh, make – an irrational decision like mm. doing wedding videos or or yeah. corporate videos or start, starting a pasta shop. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, so yeah, so I'm able to kind of like have a bit of insurance um, mm-hmm. just to yeah, just to keep keep fighting what I'm what I'm trying to do and uh, what I'm fighting for. And then uh, yeah, so I, I'm I'm very thankful thankful for that. But it, I'm I'm never gonna I don't think I'm ever gonna um, get bored of doing comedy regardless of what platform it's mm-hmm. on. Um, so if I just stick to my guns on that front, um, like we had a shoot yesterday and day before and, you know, we're just laughing all day. Um, people at the end of the day saying, oh, I had so much fun. And it's just, it's nice to be able to create that environment and uh, um, with, with good people around you. And yeah, that if I can do that all the time mm. out of like, you know, 365 days, I can do that like 100 days a year. It would be awesome. That's, a, that's it at this stage. Do you have the internal stresses like? Oh, Say, for yeah. instance, like if you look at the contrast between where you were and where you are now, I feel like there'd be a significant difference. But do the stresses remain similar? They're 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 getting like I'm stre- I'm stressing less. I think that's maybe f- partly maturity, mm-hmm. uh, and then and then also partly experience, um, and knowing that like, uh, yeah, it's not the end of the world. We had a actually. The shoot we had yesterday for it was for a, a brand called Nobby Underwear. I'm happy to say it because they're legends. Um, and Do you have a uh, coupon code that people can use? No, I don't. I need to set that up. Um, <laughs> just max price. Yeah, checkout. just see what happens in the <laughs> checkout. <laughs> Invalid. Um, I uh, yeah, they they had product from Sunshine. So brand new product that no, they haven't even seen yet. That um, it's for Australia Day in February next year. Um, they had samples come from China. Uh, land in Sunshine Coast, and we had a shoot yesterday, and they had a courier um, taken from Sunshine Coast overnight, 
um, and they had to be on our door by 8 a.m. in the morning and they said someone will arrive throughout the night and you have to sign for it. Um, so um, we're, me and my partner are asleep like going, was that the door? Was that the door? And they didn't turn up in the morning. Uh, and then we got in the car to go to set with no product to shoot. Oh, no. So we had 15 people and we were just going to be like, okay, we're going to have to, me and Luke, we're going to look good or we're going to go into another room and rewrite the whole script to just how can we do it without the product. <laughs> and uh, as we were driving halfway, um, we get a call from the courier saying it's here. We booked an Uber um, to, and then we called up the Uber driver and said, hey, mate, you're not actually going to take anyone. We're, you know, we're just going to put it, this guy's going to put a box in your car. So I had to career waited, Uber driver came, he put it in the, and then it turned up. Now, if I was doing that two years ago, mm-hmm. I would be pulling hair out and just like in, I don't get hives, but probably have hives <laughs> just from how stressed. So what's the difference? Um, I, I just, I just started, I think problem solving and being able to like uh, go, okay, it, you know, it's not the end of the world, um, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to die. You're not going to, nothing's mm-hmm. bad's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You're going to get home and you're going to, you know, you're going to piss some people off, but fuck, it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the ability to, with with some experience <laughs> in in writing and filmmaking, and filmmaking is, you know, as you know, it's all the, just about problem solving. It's like, okay, well, you know, I just thought more rational and, and, and it, yeah, we, we were going to be fine uh, as opposed to two years ago where it was just like, well, what's the point? And I would have probably, yeah, got another job. <laughs> <laughs> How do people know that you're stressed on set? Say you're... 13 days into a 15 day shoot. Oh, they'll, they'll feel it. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we, we, um, cause I'm kind of directing most things or co-directing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I understand the importance of a good vibe on set, sure. uh, especially for comedy and especially to allow crew and cast to feel comfortable. And, and so I, I'll make sure I, um, I'm never too, never too stressed. I'm, I'm pretty happy for, um, for you guys to ask actors that I've worked with. <laughs> uh, I, do I, you overcompensate potentially? Like sometimes if I'm having a shit day, I'll say to 97, bring it, let's bring a vine, let's fucking get into it. <laughs> get excited. Yeah. I actually asked for it. I texted him a few weeks ago and asked if he could play the um, the song. Uh, what is it What is it called? It's the one, um, I feel the earth move Dude. under my feet. Mm-hmm. I wanted to arrive to the office with that song playing, which is oh, slightly great. obnoxious. But I, I, I messaged him and then I came in and there was some fucking like passenger was playing. I was like, what the fuck's going on? He hadn't looked at his phone. Oh. So it, like, it ruined my day. So, <laughs> so he doesn't work with us anymore. <laughs> but, um, so how do you bring the vibe? What do you, do you um, have any tricks? Smile? I think it's just making sure of it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, just uh, instilling confidence in crew mm. and cast mm-hmm. that like that was a great that's a great idea to shoot from here and that's a great take. That's a great way you're doing that. Even if it's not, even, <laughs> even if it's like, you know, you just do some sandwich stuff of yeah. like, oh, that was good. Uh, could do less of that on the next one. But <laughs> yeah. otherwise it was, it was bloody great. Um, but yeah, I, you know, and obviously you get the idiots that you work with mm-hmm. and you work with once <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then- uh, Why is everyone looking that way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you work with them once and then you don't, you just don't give them another call. You yeah. just get the, you get the- Not that he would answer, he doesn't check his <laughs> phone. <laughs> yeah, doesn't check the phone. Um, no, I, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I definitely don't try and think of it like with it, like mathematically or just mm-hmm. like a, with a system. I just kind of very observant on set. And if I, if I, if I start to understand that, that person doesn't like that person. I kind of make sure immediate. It's just mediating relationships 
um, especially when you're doing like a 15 or 20 day shoot or something, you just have to, you make sure morale's high, um, but you, but you keep morale high by, um, nipping things in the bud when, when they first start and, uh, and, and yeah, and keeping it all relatively good. Um, not, you know, not to say that there's still times where multiple things go wrong and you're running an hour behind and something hasn't been set up right or this, that it's, um, that it, it, it just does become stressful, um, because there's so many people in the, you know, mm. working on their job at the same time. And it's and hard to train stop. for high pressure situations mm. yeah. because it's, it's high pressure. And to sort of manufacture that is oh, uh, a very hard thing. Absolutely. And I think that's what has been really great with doing these, um, these really small shoots for a while that it's not overwhelming to go into a, like a, a shoot with, um, 20 to 30 people crew and cast, um, yeah, you, you've done like the just you, you know, like with Elliot Loney, it was just me and him, and then me, him, and Troy, and then and then it's just kind of expanded now. So it wasn't like I went out of film school and went into like a thirty people crew and cast shoot. Um, I would have just shit myself. It yeah. would have been too much. Um, I've mentioned Ko a couple of times. Yeah, I actually um, I had a an idea. Uh, for a segment that I wanted to do on this show, I never actually told Tommy about it. Oh, this is but I, uh, for the big five six zero episode. This is a new <laughs> so this segment. Is, this could be the last one. So I, um, <laughs> so I don't know much about sport. Yep. Uh, and I would like to get better at sport, like knowing sport, how okay. it works, all that sort of thing. Yep. So this was, uh, this was a pitch. Have we got a little a sting, a music sting? Yeah, no, we don't yet, but we will. So I'll read you the email. Do it in um, post. Uh, so I went on LinkedIn and I found someone named Asha who works at KO. Asha, yep. do, do you deal with Asha? No. Okay. Marketing manager, I think. Anyway. This Sounds is like the wrong contact. If, so if this is annoying. isn't dealing okay. with him. Hi, Hi Asha. Sorry, oh, you've uh, written this. So I, I wrote an email. I sent a couple because you know how – I think we heard from someone where they're like, you have to send three emails before you get a response. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, just in a row, yeah, yeah. within a minute. <laughs> so, so this is why I sent. This is on a Sunday, seventeenth of November at one fifty-seven. Oh, so Sorry, I thought you just. No, no, no. I sent this because I was trying to make it happen. I was producing oh, some segments in the yeah. show. Yeah. Hi, Asha. I'm the co-host and producer of the Daily Talk Show, thedailytalkshow.com. We're a Melbourne-based seven-day-a-week podcast and video show. Recently, we celebrated five hundred episodes of the show. I'm looking at doing a story arc on the show where I surprise my co-host Tommy with a sports segment on the show hosted by me. We've spoken a bunch on the show about my desire to get into sport, so I think it would be a bit of fun. Talked about it on our chat with Andy Lee recently. Just a little bit of leverage. Hey, uh, uh, would you be up for providing an ongoing subscription of KO for me to use? In return, I'll mention KO in my segment, which will be fun. We're currently getting around 55,000 audio downloads a month and over 70% of our audience are Aussies. Hope you're doing ace. Play on and let's get ready to rumble. Hashtag sports that's, talk. That's where you lost her. <laughs> what is that the bullshit the last, at the end? <laughs> if, that's not their, if that's not their catch cry or no, like no. their... It was a sports... Uh, I, I felt the moment that she was <laughs> delayed. Oh <laughs> and it's so low level. All it is is a $15 subscription. Yeah, that's why I thought... <laughs> Because I did the... It was value, with, value, value, uh, yeah. value, yeah. yeah. I was, I was like, she's, she's giving you that subscription. Now, I was thinking oh, she's an idiot. Really? I was thinking she's an idiot if she doesn't give it to you. And so I, I followed <laughs> up, obviously. Hi, Asha. Happy Friday. I wanted to create some urgency. So I know we haven't done the segment oh, yet. Oh, no, you haven't mentioned that we got Max Price. No, no, no. Are relationships? No, no. Are there more? Sorry, I, I want to... So I just I'm said... excited for this follow-up. So I just said, no, I just wanted to... Um, 
yeah, I, I wanted to keep it short, but I was like, I need to create level of urgency. Hi, Asha. Happy Friday. Just following up to see if you're interested in partnering with this, this segment, looking at launching it on Monday. Here's <laughs> <laughs> a two-minute show highlights package to give you a better sense of the show. I just require a one-year subscription of KO in exchange for a KO mention every time I do my sports segment. Cheers. Nothing. <laughs> but I didn't even, I was going to write play on, but I didn't. Oh, <laughs> so, lucky you didn't. And so lucky what, what am I, what's wrong? The puns at the end, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so you reckon. It's um, clear to see. So do you think maybe I, because I thought that could have, um, someone else was saying, I was speaking to, I was speaking, I don't know if you know Leon Shergren, but I was speaking to Leon Shergren, oh, yeah, he's an executive producer. Um, I was, said it to him, he's like, I think that potentially they're into, they are, they're wanting to get people who like sport and potentially someone who likes sport doesn't like me. <laughs> Potentially, because I'm not a sports sports like I'm not a sports kind of guy. He actually said that. That's yeah. fucking some truth bombs yeah. right there. Because <laughs> no, he liked the idea, but I'm sure. Do you think there's a way for? I know, like, because we would Max, provide. Max, will a, you just pay for the subscription? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brought you, to you by price. I'll, give, I'll give you my login details. <laughs> <laughs> Share one. <laughs> by the sounds of it, you're never going to really watch anything. So. <laughs> no, I actually like. I got right into the. Um, College basketball, for whatever reason, that's what was on. Um, KO? On KO. Is like that instead of Ready, Steady, Cook <laughs> as daytime TV? Yeah, the red pep, you know. <laughs> Let's yeah. get ready to rumble. And yeah. So, oh, oh, and so, um, but is that, reckon, what is that? A wrestling reference? Yeah, just like a sports reference in general. No, it's but, not. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's no, a. Not, Let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, but that's dun, dun, specific. Dun, 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 dun. It was a yeah. song and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Cause, Cause, Space Jam or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. Because I actually, I used to court announce the basketball. Ah. Uh, uh, Blackburn Vikings and Daniel. It's I thought I recognized that voice. What is it? Michael Buffer. Came out with that. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a boxing uh, announcer. It's yeah, from yeah. boxing. He's I already he's a ring announcer. Contact yeah. for I'm pretty KO. sure he's trademarked that. Can you look it up? Let's get oh, ready to rumble. Yeah, he's uh -oh. known for his trademarked catchphrase. Oh. Let's get ready to oh, rumble. No. Oh, my God. They've I mean, avoided that at all costs. This might be the last episode <laughs> of this and show. And so... Um, you try Mark, whatever. Um, whatever. whatever. Yeah, your honour. Whatever, your honour. <laughs> so do you think, is there anything, in all seriousness, like... Um, do you want to contact a yeah, KO? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you an email. What about Sportsbet? Maybe Sportsbet could... Uh, yeah, bets. Yeah. <laughs> or bets. Or maybe bets off. That's what he's going to finish oh, it. Don't, but just don't do less puns. <laughs> but yeah, I think that there's something in that. I think that a weekly thing... Because I reckon I've probably got an hour a week that I could spend, mm. especially like sport... Uh, I was going to say sports season, footy season... Um, sports season. Sports season. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, um, I could get into that and just um, do – because I think it would be cool. – we've got uh, Callum Sinclair uh, coming on the show who plays for the Swans. Do you really? Yeah. Really good friend of mine. Oh, great. I went to school oh, with awesome. him. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. We, we oh, went to, uh, Callum and I went to primary school together. Yeah, right. So where else to me? Brighton boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, he's a, he's a ripper. Yeah. Yeah, he's so much Do you reckon fun. I could potentially leverage his image – to KO, would that impress him? Yeah, do a photo at the end, yeah. and um, yeah. maybe with the maybe me holding out the KO app, yeah. <laughs> just on my free trial. Uh, yeah, Callum will probably be pissed. Just can't log in. Get a yeah, get a little megaphone, then then put in. Let's get ready to rumble in Photoshop <laughs> after trademark buffer, whatever his name is. Um, okay, right, well, yeah, I mean, because I we're, we're not much of a we're trying to do something different to radio, but I guess there is. A potential. I would like to have one consistent segment next year. Mm. So what um, would it be? So can we do one now? Yeah. So it would be like, um, oh, uh, 
97 would have like a sting. Can you just make one mm. up on the spot, Sebs? Um, like a voiceover? <clears throat> yeah, here we but go. get some, put some something just, into it. Just, okay. get, just care about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For once. For once. <laughs> Welcome to Josh Jansen's KO Sports Weekly Wrap-Up. Let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, the rumble bit we're going to yeah. lose. I also don't fucking say KO's name again until we're, <laughs> until we're saying cash or a subscription. It's all about sports bet. Yeah. Um, or like that's what, that it's was my other, of, yeah. This is my other problem. I couldn't even, I was, I was trying to Google like a competitor so I could be like, hey, I'm also talking to yeah. who, Foxtel? Yeah. <laughs> who owned them? Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so, they're in the same building in Sydney. <laughs> and so I think is, where we're going to fall flat is the actual content of this segment. No, I yeah, think it would so, be great. I'd be like, um, I think that I would have the ability to talk a bit meta about it. So I'd be like, I was really, it was interesting. What I noticed was like, I think like hockey would be a good example. I'm watching hockey. It's like, wow, for people who haven't watched ice hockey before, extremely aggressive. What I thought was interesting <laughs> is that the way who that are you they- speaking to? But, but extremely people aggressive ice w- hockey. That's, I think you, you know <laughs> that when, after your first few words. When you, <laughs> like that's, yeah. But so, yeah, I think that- Razor this, blade uh, on their feet. Yeah. The moment, flying the moment, This is quite general knowledge <laughs> of this sport. Yeah, it's a bit of a general knowledge slash- oh, Okay, okay, cool. Sports talk. But yeah, I just think that there's probably something in, at the end of the episode- everyone knows something about some form of sport that they mm. could potentially use as a piece of trivia at a party that weekend. I mean, so, that's, yeah, that takes a bit of effort. The other thing, which I don't know if you're that into, is Disney it being Plus. a laughing at you <laughs> segment mm-hmm. based on the lack of general knowledge. Because mm. I think that would be quite funny of like oh, yeah. pointing out things that are blatantly obvious that you actually genuinely mm-hmm. had no fucking idea about. Yeah. Well, I think that this sports related. Sports related, so the hockey thing. Yeah. Well, see, that's I probably is, would. Is go, hockey mildly aggressive or quite aggressive? It's which is more <laughs> the more aggressive, mildly is, or quite, 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 quite is more quite. than mildly, mildly. So what did I say? Mildly you and then quite, 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 quite. Oh, because they're about the same thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, this segment needs some work. <laughs> Maybe oh, you know what? Maybe I do it. By, fuck, this is what we do. Fuck off KO, fuck off sports bet, fuck off Foxtel. Um, I think what we do, Unless Max is can. like, I can't share this content. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no comment. Um, no, I think we get Nando's on board. They're a client of ours already. Mm. We're as a supplier. Surely we can send them an invoice and they might pay. <laughs> Random one. Yeah, but what we could do is um, I could do it based on Perry Bastings. So I could say based on that mild thing, oh, yeah. lemon and herb, mild, extra hot, and I bring the sort of sport to the uh, visual element. I'm just imagining the cricket. I know cricket, like KFC, get really big onto the cricket. Yeah. So I'm just like, hey, Nando's, do you want fucking KFC to be doing all the sports stuff? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Great it's just a sponsor deal. KFC just give the Big Bash cash to be their main sponsor. Mm-hmm. So the barrier to entry for Nando's is very low, isn't it? Or maybe grilled. Oh, no, yeah. Well, grilled's got some things yeah. happening. I don't think I'll pay you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe some free vouchers or something. Yeah. Do you remember they did the whole Movember nah. uh, deal where it's like, 
I just knew someone's like, yeah, I'm growing a mo because I get a free grilled burger every ah, week. Ah, that's right. They yeah. did do that. Yeah. Mm. I, wish, I wish we had known. Just fake it up. No, the, no but then they did DD. They then DD was the main one. Anyway, ah, a bit okay. inside baseball, also a sports reference. Anyway, you see, we're a work in progress, Max. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This segment was yeah. I, I, glad to be a part of the first and last segment of uh, whatever that was. Talk. Most outstanding thing was his intro. Yeah. 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 He always seven. brings it. He never did theatre or drama in school. He got a 97 enter score. Wow. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Max Price, uh, when when does Kinney's, when does that come out? Uh, I don't know. I think like June or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Winter, good time. Winter, yeah, snuggle up and mm-hmm. I think it will be same time slot, which is Monday nights after um, have you been paying attention, so – Nine o'clock, I think. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Good. And where do you have a one spot where everyone goes to see your your stuff? Yeah, I've got my um, still got those fa- uh, Instagram Max Price Three mm-hmm. and Facebook Max Price Comedy. Yeah, great. And I've got off um, chat roulette recently. <laughs> Is tra- <laughs> that was the best. Yeah. Way, that, was, yeah. that was a lot. That was of good fun, for a bit of banter, a few beers, and then see heaps of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Occasionally, not a dick, but like, I just swipe for the dicks. <laughs> Should we do uh, when we finish? Can we just do a few minutes of chat? Just see if it's I'd love to. Okay, great. Uh, In between, I've got to get back to sports season. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's a daily talk show. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com. Will you come back to Max? It'd be great to. I feel like maybe even sports. Like if I can't hold up all sports knowledge, (laughs) come in as doing a bit of it too. Also, that sort of. Happy to build in that KO relation. If you go Absolutely. to the email, I'll give you an email. That's <laughs> all, clearly all that you want. You're great. Thank you. All right. Uh, see you tomorrow, guys. See you guys. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs>